0: This is a story for those who wish that they could truly read between the lines of the book they were reading and see the world of the story through the eyes of the author. For those who wish that they could make non-fiction from fiction. For those who wish that dreams were true. This is a story of a group of wayward friends who came together from the far reaches of two worlds to come together and to help make dreams reality. This is Hazeltown's story. Hello, and welcome to Hazeltown Story, episode 28. Um, We are continuing on. Uh, We still have more of our temporary secretary arc, Um, especially now that we have uh, more parties involved with the search for this supernatural creature, Um, especially now that we have uh, D-Pass and the uh, local government involved uh, with this. If you are not uh, familiar with what's going on with this campaign, I highly suggest that you go at least uh, listen to the start of this arc uh, if this is your first time listening to the show. um, (laughs) At least the start of the arc, if not the start of the series. Um, Yeah, uh, this might be a little bit confusing. Um, So this was a new session uh, that we started. Uh, the one thing that I will go ahead and say about this, uh, since I'd like to give uh, notes that I'm learning as a DM, or a GSGM in this case, um, this was one that was actually really good for me, at least uh, in hindsight or as an after kind of from this. Uh, this is basically me learning that um, need to kind of think about what's going to happen and learn how to improvise in terms of like, uh, what did happen or what, the, how to allow your players to kind of be a little bit more free with what there are. Um, because I realized with the way that I was thinking of, I kind of had a kind of flow for how this, uh, arc was going to go. Uh, and then it kind of deviated from that a little bit. I kind of went with this pretty free or trying to think with this, a little bit more freer than I usually do. Um, But I still kind of had the mentality of thinking like, this goes like, this happens and this happens and this happens. Uh, Even though I was trying to keep it a little bit more free for, I still had a little bit of that uh, left, which I felt like uh, kind of, I was kind of a little left unprepared for having my uh, players kind of do some more free form stuff. I also realized that some of the literature that I had for my custom stuff uh, was kind of a little weak in terms of really explaining someone who is just kind of jumping into this in the middle. Uh, It was a little bit different when it was like everyone was starting fresh. Uh, Now that you have new people coming in, uh, it can kind of get a little confusing, especially if they're not super familiar with how the kind of world works and you have a whole bunch of custom stuff. Um, so really make sure that you uh, let your players know exactly what they can and cannot do. Um, that's gonna be something that uh, kind of shows up. Uh, I'm gonna leave it in, we kinda had some ro- uh, issues with trying to figure out what exactly people can do. Uh, I'm gonna leave that in actually uh, in the further episodes. I think there's probably more in the uh, two episodes from now, but I just wanna go ahead and get it, say this because I think it does kind of uh, come up here. Um, and just so something that you can learn from if you are a GM yourself just to basically something to keep in mind uh, yeah I, I I don't want to sound like I am some sort of teacher but is as a new GM uh, it is something that I am still learning and something I do want to share to people who also want to uh, GM their own uh, thing. So with that, uh, that I just kind of wanted to get that uh, out of the way. Um, probably should explain what we're actually doing. Uh, basically, the synopsis: We are continuing off where we left off. Basically, uh, Aravia got attacked again, and uh, yeah, uh, I'll kind of give a brief introduction. Uh, but yeah, listen to the last uh, episode if you're not familiar with it. Uh, basically, Arabia got attacked again, and yeah, the local governments now involved. And now everyone's trying to figure out what to do. So, yeah, uh, just to also go through the roll call again, uh, we have Carnival, who is playing, um, I forgot what name, Elmas Grainer. I almost said Uhar. I keep on trying to say Uhar, although they're not playing Uhar. Uh, they're playing Elmas, uh, who is a technomancy expert and basically uh, is the tech person of the team. Uh, we also have Deathmaster, who is playing Bobby again, uh, the kind of sleaze elemental, as we've been kind of phrasing him, uh, kind of into all sorts of sticky business. Um, we also have uh, newcomer Norman Rafferty uh, playing Tessent Tosum, who is a uh, essentially a jack-of-all-trades in terms of kind of they can kind of do what they want, or do what they want for you. Uh, they are an artist, and basically trying to... Uh, they can kind of get into all sorts of trouble. And of course we have Torpotypus playing Aravia, the quote unquote chaos cow, who uh, likes to have a very, very forward foot going forward into pretty much all things when that foot is into conversations or into doors. Also likes chairs. Also one quick thing I should mention. uh, I recently acquired a new mic. Uh, which if you are hearing this uh, and are familiar with this, you probably are noticing that I sound kind of, a little bit different. Um, I used to use a dynamic mic. I am now using a condenser mic. The problem is is that I just got this very, very recently, and when we recorded this session, I was still very new to it and it was trying to have not quite was not super familiar with the settings on it. Uh, so the audio quality for me, might sound a little dodgy at some points unfortunately there's not really much i can do i can't go back in time and fix that it's kind of that was my fault on trying to not have my things go on beforehand but also won't be me if i didn't have audio trouble um audio trouble is basically the printers of streaming uh they never worked when you want them to and they're really much really really a pain in the ass okay now we are good to go on with the rest of the session, so uh, here we go after the events of last night, which is the uh attack of Aravia at her, the second attack on Aravia at uh her hotel <laughs> um and also uh Tassin getting or kind of getting a hold of the phone number of which um the person that uh basically the martin person that, you know, as a contact for Sophie, Um, you basically were asking for and then you immediately got hung up on. So it is now the next day. Um, You basically decide to meet up at the library. Um, And to kind of basically basically to kind of figure out what to do now. Um, I I will go ahead and say it is probably you. You all should be there. Um, I would also say in attendance is also um, uh, let let's say uh, you got Theron is there who's kind of trying to overlook the situation. Um, I imagine Toby's there because uh, Toby Toby's there. Um, yeah, because they're still
1: playing bodyguard to Robbie. Yeah. yeah, Cass
0: is still there so. Yeah, that's a, that's probably a good enough for that. So you all are sitting there and you basically are deciding what do you want to all do right. now? All right,
1: Bobby, by the way, showed up with like several duffel bags.
0: All right. Uh, basically, we, uh, if you come up with duffel bags, Toby just kind of takes a look. And basically, goes kind of like, uh, what's in the duffel bags? Bobby smiles and says opportunity.
1: But I'll get to that in a minute. How are y'all doing today? Elvis yawns.
2: Fine. Got the footage and nice and edited, so it can cleaned up the time that. Well, I got the recordings. I got it. I have got it. Like, I've got the raw that I still have backed up, and I also got a nice, basically a, uh, greatest hits version. That's just the one that we can do for just. Showing off to people in quick succession.
1: You just. What are you talking about, friend?
2: Oh, right, you weren't there.
3: Uh, You see, I had a very fun night, and Elmas has a recording of it.
1: Oh. Did the telemarketer call again? Yeah. He did air quotes, by the way.
3: Fucking Robbie doesn't give a shit.
1: (laughs) I know. Robbie knows.
3: Yeah, apparently there there may have been some violence involved. I don't know. I wasn't harmed.
1: I see. And Everybody Bob, else Bobby, is freaking out about it though. Bobby looks at a Toby and says, "By the way, what's you doing here, officer?"
0: Well, uh, I was here um, to basically. Uh, I was there when Aravia got attacked, so now I'm involved. Hmm. Mm. So yeah, I. Was at the
2: hotel. I was watching, I watched their systems. There was a discharge. The hotel is fine.
0: Yeah, it just seems like their uh, their circuit boards are a little messed up, but other than that, seems like nothing else was damaged. And did you gleam anything useful from the burst?
2: That's what we've got here in the recordings. Hmm. Well, let's so, see how- I- yeah, I was going to say, Lola, what's the heck in the recordings again? I
0: forgot. So basically, uh, it was a case in which um, you were. Tr- basically, it was a voice that you couldn't tell. It was kind of a cybernetic or like it was digitally altered voice that basically was like, who are you? Leave us alone. It was basically a saying a few statements. Oh, yeah, um, I
2: guess.
0: yeah, basically, it's like just saying what yeah what was on the phone so yeah we got that effectively mm. so
2: Vincent you said you had a number you were able to find Rafferty. oh
4: no it's tacit not Vincent tacit sorry tacit um I don't think I actually made me headway on the phone number if I recall correctly I was trying to uh Let's see, I I think I found a phone number that I thought might be theirs, but there's no way I can trace it to where they live, Uh, not with any easy technology that I have. I mean, I suppose you could get a warrant to look it up.
1: Sure, if we want to waste time.
4: I mean, that's all I have, is I have a phone number, which I think didn't reach uh, the secretary, or reached someone else. Was it someone named Martin? I don't know. They didn't tell me. Hmm. So I just have a phone number, which might be a possible lead. I don't even know if it's a cell phone or a landline.
0: Uh, the thing I would say is I do believe you, the phone number when you got it was attached to uh, it was attached to the contact Martin Sparrow.
4: Oh, it was. OK. Yeah, I thought it might be hers, but it wasn't. So, OK, so I've got Martin Sparrow's phone number. Uh, I'm not sure how that helps us.
0: Uh, Basically, the thing was, is that you knew that uh, basically it was a in a contact that basically um, Sophie was keeping in a computer that basically was tied to meeting up with him. Yeah,
4: but um, I mean, there's that's not that unusual people just meet with other people we did hack into her computer i mean i can tell all of you that's the information that i've got so we have a connection but i'm not sure how that helps us
0: well uh toby just kind of well it is could be a lead on uh because that's the only person that we know of that was this person you're looking for was tied to
4: I, i'm still questioning where we're even investigating them i mean Aravia was attacked who attacked Aravia?
1: What we want to find out, friend. I
4: mean, if, I I apologize if if I'm being too forward. I say fidgeting and you know, with my overalls, but it's like this person obviously wants to be left alone, and we keep interfering in their life. Uh, I, I you know I, unless uh, we're really just causing them more problems just by investigating. They haven't done any crime or done anything terrible to anyone. Uh,
0: at that point, to- uh, Toby lifts a finger and basically says, well, at this point uh, right now, the only thing that you're that as far as I know, this investigation, at least from I've been briefed on, we have someone who is basically been spooked. And basically we have someone who's been specifically targeting Aravia. here that the only person that we know of that has the number is her. So I'm just going to give it a hunch. I would at least like to speak with this person to see if you, maybe... mean,
2: you mean Martin with the number or I'm sorry I was kind of confused what you mean by the number that was uh,
4: I'm, I'm still trying uh-huh. to uh, from, well, from uh, what uh, I understand the, the events Arabia confronted her and said who are you really and was extremely confrontational about it and then after that um, she's remember. disappeared didn't show up for work and may or may not have sent people to go rough up Aravia, even though Aravia you're a nice and agreeable sort of person who has no enemies, right sure yes, sure, so Elmis laughs at that right, so we don't even know- we don't even have a confirmation this is related, and even then it just it just seems like we're antagonizing them like I understand uh i mean you you can pay us more money to investigate it, but really, um, I mean, I have to wring my hands again think, I really just feel like we're bothering someone who really just wanted to be left alone and do a good job.
1: Bobby just shakes his head and points at the door and says, well, if you feel so strongly about it, there's the door. You don't have but, to participate but, if you don't want to.
3: All bullshit aside, I haven't done much since that confrontation, and I keep getting these calls. That's... Did... And I don't hand out that number willy-nilly.
0: So until we just kind of kick, uh, speaks up so like that, I think now I would just saying as someone who is interested in keeping public safety, uh, you trying to hunt down someone who doesn't necessarily want to is kind of maybe not something you should do in my book. But now you have, we have something that is potentially trying to deal a Ravia harm here, which means that I am now curious who this person is.
3: I just want to know why, honestly. I'm still confused.
1: Anyway, Bobby says back, back on the subject. Elmas, were you able to trace the number to its origin?
4: Uh, I was not. The only thing I can think of is that not, man answered you
2: part
1: not you, Elmas.
4: So,
2: little, I get sorry. It's been a while. It's been so. Did we trace? I forget. I know I got the recording of the. Yeah, I yeah, you, was, you do, got a recording.
0: Uh, the thing was is that you got a recording, but also you've since you, you got like I forgot exactly what the role was, but you got like a like two triumphs on it, so you also got a trace on it.
2: Oh, okay, right, because I was doing a manual trace, like not with magic, just a manual trace on the
1: wires, right? Yeah. And where did the trace lead back to,
0: Lolo? Uh, so you would you basically would be able to pinpoint it to basically. The neighborhood that, um, not like a specific like unit in it, but you would note that it is it would come from the same um, kind of neighborhood that basically um, Bobby and Cass scouted uh, at the end of last episode, or, as, or the last recording session.
1: They're just the Oak Brook trailer park.
0: Yep. Brookbro home park. Yeah, well, it, micro house thing. Yes. It's not quite a trailer park, but it is essentially that kind of community.
1: Mobile home park.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: This is good news. Well, you see, Bobby was able to track down Martin yesterday. And with the help of Cass over here,
0: we followed yes. him to a trailer park back in, out in Oak Brook. And also just a reminder, Oakbrook Brook is basically Oh uh, you got the stein- the city the major city the Steinwald you have Hazeltown. Oakbrook is a right in the middle of it. Mm. So basically Hazeltown, I believe is I think about 20 minute by train to the city and then basically Oakbrook is right in the middle.
2: Okay.
1: So I guess do we have any objections just heading over there? No, but Bobby would say that we should come up with a plan and he happens to have one. Alright. What's our plan once we get there? Well, as it stands, they know the three of your faces, he points at Tassant, Elmas, and Aravia. So Bobby has come up with a solution for that. Did you know that his hunting store has a sale coming up this weekend?
0: Uh, At this point, Bobby just basically... Or not Bobby. uh, Toby is basically just sitting in a chair, just kind of raises an eyebrow, and is just very curious about where this is heading. Oh, yes. So, 25% off all
1: clothing and hunting equipment. And it occurred to Bobby that the good people of Oakbrook have not experienced such a sale before. And so, he has chosen one very special neighborhood to go door to door to, to show off his wares and hand out flyers to entice them to come to his store. At this point, he opens up one of the duffel bags to reveal, like, full, like, hunting clothing inside, including face masks.
3: I was going to ask if there are balaclavas in
1: there. That's the key, there are <laughs> But you see, Bobby requires some models to help him peddle his wares. So he is asking, anyone interested? Elvis is already inside one of those and just trying to find stuff that fits. Yes. Who, gets, who wants to wear the ghillie suit? I don't do ghillie suits.
0: Hmm. Toby's just I sitting there though. Toby's just sitting there like alright this is a plan. Did you, did you bring any camping chairs
3: with you too?
1: Uh, Bobby opens up one of the other bags, pulls out a camping chair and like, just flicks it open and <laughs> sets oh, it down.
3: My, I'm in my element so. it, at Stop this point to,
0: okay it told me it just kind of stands up at this point and just kind of puts hands on the table so you're going to go into the neighborhood and sell your wares door to door coincidentally oh, yes. specifically focusing on I take it a certain area of the thing that Martin lives in oh yes
1: we him to the park but we don't know where he is in the park so Go door to door, door and if we get lucky we'll find him maybe Sophie too if she's staying at his
0: place okay okay what do we know about Martin uh, so from last session you know that he works at a um, and also this might be one one thing you do know is that he works at the oh, I just had the thing up uh, he works at a supermarket Oh, uh, that is the White Blossom Market that is in Oak Brook. Or I, actually I think it was actually
1: I think was it was in Oakbrook.
0: It was in Hazeltown. It was in Hazeltown, right, because there is a someone that Theron knows that works there or that actually owns the place. Um so We also but, know he's not susceptible to Bobby's charms. Yes,
1: he
4: What's uh, the make and model of his automobile?
0: Avalon. Uh he he took he, to, he took he takes a bus. It's public okay. transportation. So where does he live? He's in the the park that in Oakbrook. Okay. Well, why don't we go to his house? That's what we're that's
1: doing. What doing.
4: That's what I thought. Okay, let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, that's why we're getting the disguises, so
2: that because the people that that we don't get
1: recognized is the thing. That's all we're. doing. Oh, well, I've never been. He doesn't know what I look like.
3: Yeah, you're fine. You're fine.
1: You've met Sophie though, and she may be there. Yo! Yes, that's right.
0: Yeah, so, so the one the only thing... one they don't know
1: is Bobby and
0: Well so Sophie doesn't know Bobby, but Martin does.
1: Yeah, I'm glad like a guy who bought some food in it who like checked him out at one point.
4: <laughs> I'm not gonna wear a disguise because it's not gonna work. Why not? Because I have no deception.
0: I, you, do you you do will you get a bonus a to it.
3: It's it's fine as long as you don't talk. Yeah, yeah just, as long as you jump.
0: Yeah, because yeah, mechani- mechanically, there you there. Mechanically, look- you will get bonuses to.
4: Just sit there and uh, look pretty. Yeah, sit there and look pretty. Well, that is a disguise because I'm not pretty.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what the Molochov was for. <laughs> Molokov? Balakova. Yeah, the you know, ski mask.
4: I'll, I'll it, yeah. Um, no, I'll just change into a different outfit. <laughs> Why? So I look different. You just said to disguise.
0: Yeah, the, the different, uh, different hunting thing. Or...
4: Well, we're not gonna, we're gonna look conspicuous
0: when we're wearing ghillie suits. Yeah, but you're trying to sell it. <laughs> That's what for selling? You're, you're, you're a living model, essentially.
4: <laughs> um, I, I'm going to. Thank you for the offer. I'll find my own disguise.
1: You, you do probably you. Just, it's,
3: it's fine. Yeah, I'm not working just, for free.
1: Just Who said who said anything about working for free? How much does it pay? Bobby like pulls out a microphone and says, Models get paid after all.
4: Oh, well, yeah, if I get paid, I'll put on the ghillie suit. <laughs> <laughs> Here, give me, I'll even take the arrow and weave it around for you. That I have skill in. Excellent. I'm so proud of you. You sell out. <laughs> I'd like you to say like oh Salas so aren't we following a woman for money yes. Okay, so yes
3: and in my case it's more than that Yes. I have a
1: shame Ravi is working for Bobby who she does not like
4: alright so we, we get dressed up high, and we go there I'm not sure how we get there I guess we take the bus that'd be funny
0: god that would be funny just take a car I i mean, I'm pretty sure Bobby has transportation, but also Bobby owns a car. Okay,
3: I do enjoy oh. the image, though, of fucking Bobby driving a VW bus d-
0: and d- everyone d- unfolding d- out of it in ghillie suits and hunting gear. Uh, I, I would also, I would like to point out, you do have access to someone who does drive a VW bus. Because <laughs> Radia does.
3: Oh, God, that's right. She does.
0: Uh, also, Cass has like a utility van.
3: I also do like that the idea horrible. of Aravia driving down the road on her bike in a fucking ghillie suit
0: I'm pretty sure that would be illegal <laughs> it would be highly illegal
3: <laughs> they wouldn't be able to see her
0: <laughs> alright okay so th- this is not like anyone saying it. when do you want to go ahead and try this plan
1: I, I uh, mean why he... not what time had he gotten home during the last session, it was like around three PM or so.
0: Uh, the, the the Martin got home. Yeah, like
1: around five six. All right, aim for around then. Sure. And Toby, I, I'd argue
3: maybe start like an hour or two before, just so it looks less suspicious.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, we've got the canvas, the whole neighborhood,
3: and just conveniently. Yeah, I know. Let's let's do that.
0: All right. So basically, you all discuss this, and basically, Toby's basically like, you know. Um, what I'm going to do is I am going to, you know, if I were doing it, I was just going to go and knock on their door and see if they were there, but that could potentially spook them. And I don't know which would spook them more. Oh, no, we should do both.
4: Uh, we'll go ahead and case the place out and find any exits in case they spook and then you go knock on the door and we'll be the backup undercover officers to try and uh, follow or intercept them
0: i was going to do that anyway uh, also, i am, i am not going to let you do this alone
3: so so, so, so rent a to be fair we're just there to talk we don't plan on menacing anyone Aravia says waving around the foldable chair
2: i see what you've done with chairs before don't you I don't know what i
0: mean toby, toby just gives you the look of like sure. And it's basically like, okay.
4: Doesn't Aravia have resting menace face?
0: Yes.
3: (laughs) Okay. Please, first off, do not talk about me in front of me like this. (laughs) Thank you. Or what? You'll menace me some more.
2: I have a chair. Man, don't, don't test her with that chair. I have seen some things that have happened to people.
0: All right. Uh, and Toby basically was like, "Well, um, I will. If you're gonna do this at around say you're thinking four, uh, we'll be in the area. Uh, we're not gonna roll up quite yet. we will trying to keep our distance. But, and basically, um, uh, Toby kind of ruffles through your stuff, which you, if you have hunting equipment, and basically finds." Uh, because if you have your gear, you have probably have a set of walkie talkies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So basically, uh, Toby takes one. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take one of these. If you need backup, it basically just hands or just puts the other one on the table. If you need backup, I'm right here. Bobby nods his head. Look, I'll
3: be uh, fine. Oh. I have a chair.
0: Also, at this point, Cass has just been kind of sitting there He's like, um, do, you, do you need me to do anything?
1: Uh, Bobby will shove another duffel bag in their direction.
0: All right. Uh, okay, so. You, you know you want to wear a balaclava. You know you want it. It, it Basically, was, he just kind of does this like, do you have one for a, It he basically kind of po- points at his nose like, I don't know if this is going to fit most most balaclavas. Obviously, he's a dog.
3: Oh, don't no, right. the
0: cat. What's Bobby, your
1: point? Abby's store accommodates all faces of shapes and sizes.
0: All right, so Cass finds one and puts one on, and he's like, "All right, I guess I'll I'll join you."
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: All right, so with that, I guess is there any other things you want to plan?
3: Nope. I've got a disguise, I've got a chair, I'm
2: right. aces. Not that I can think of, because at this point, this has already gone beyond my expectations, so I'm along for the ride. Alright,
1: Bobby, will... Bobby will empty out one of the duffel bags and hand it to Elmas and says, Y'all got any of that fancy technomancy equipment to bring with you? Don't worry, this bag can accommodate much.
0: Yeah, I was cool. actually going to
3: ask if, if Elmas actually got down to you properly analyzing the, uh, the recording. I mean, I'm pretty sure
0: you probably you had the night, so I, did, I would assume that that's what you would yeah. do with that's the what night. I figured. Yeah,
1: so I imagine I got the same kind of magical readings I like got off photograph with Sophie, right?
0: Yeah. So you and also remember you did spend that night uh, researching, so you do actually have. Should we try and figure out what kind of thing it would be? You would have a bonus of that. Oh well, why don't actually do that roll now? Well, there's no reason to because you haven't oh, right. done anything yet. Right. Right. So do I have? Okay, I have. Oh. Also, just realized I probably I don't know. I need to fill out cast this thing more. Oh well, uh, we'll deal with that as we go through. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what kind of bonuses you would get. Um. So basically, anything that's going to be a kind of a perception check to kind of figure out what you are, uh, you're going to basically get um. Since they're going to be rolling perception against you, basically, they will roll a setback die. Or two, depending upon the situation. So that that is how um, your disguise are going to work. OK, that's not quite deception, because that is one in which you required to talk.
2: Right. And we're just this is a not we can't. They can't immediately identify us based on sight elect- alone. Correct.
1: You are covered head to the toe.
0: Yes. So, is there, um, also, is there anything else you want to plan f- to bring?
2: No, I'm no. good. I mean, I'll bring, like, some cameras and stuff and put them in the bag, but otherwise... Alright. All right. I mean, I-,
3: I really shouldn't bring the bike, unfortunately. And I've got Wait. the foldable chair, so I'm great.
4: Yeah. I-, I have a question about the myth. So, apparently there's a myth that there are ghosts in the woods that kill people. Is that correct? That was the story, something like that. How did the ghosts kill people? Did they lure them into the
0: woods and then into the swamp so drown? Uh, no, they drown? No, the particular myth that uh, basically Violet kind of told you about, uh, and something that uh, Carnival or that not Carn- well, Carnival character would know is um, basically they are essentially a, not quite a vampire, but basically they are, are a creature that will suck life force.
4: Right. Them, so, are we con- are we concerned that Sophie and Martin have a sort of relationship like that? I mean, given everything,
2: it's not a like not not
4: a distinct possibility of not. So, well, let's go look into it. Um, yeah, we, haven't, we don't know anything about Martin other than he goes to the supermarket. He hasn't called in sick or people reporting that he's listless or anything like that. We'd have to probably look, but I'm sure that... Oh, the the easy thing to do would be to go go to his job. Is that on the way?
0: Um, Well, you are at the library, so it is actually... It would be, like, five minutes to go to the White Blossom Market.
4: Oh, I've I've got something even better. I'm going to go ahead and call the White Blossom Market uh, and tell them that I work for... um, Uh, uh, New Life uh, temporary agencies, and we're calling to check up on Martin, who left a resume with us. So would you say he's a good worker? (laughs) Are are you... you Yeah, I'll try that. It'll take me five minutes. I can even do it while we're going there, because I can do it on my cell phone.
0: Yeah,
1: that works, Uh, sure. Cell phones exist in the
4: 70s.
0: So, well, so it is... in. Tell me about t- mighty brick. In the in the with the technology kind of weird shifting of, of how technologically advanced this society is compared to like where it would be in like here. Yes, yeah, cell phone a, a cell phone like device does exist. Yeah. Okay. Well, it it really is right. it is very brick like though.
4: I mean, I'll just call and I'll ask those kinds of questions. You know, always timely, punctual, that sort of thing. Sorry if I'm colored by 2020, where they fire people for you know showing up five minutes too late or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know what that's like.
0: <laughs> anyway, um I mean
4: just to get some information, like if they say yeah. like, well lately he's not been that great, they might not even say anything, but this will just take me yeah. a few minutes.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um
4: What skill would you want me to roll for that?
0: Uh okay. If we're gonna do that, uh oh, <laughs> That is a good question.
4: I mean it there's charm and there's deception. Are the two ones I would think of immediately? There's the also thing, negotiation because I want them to give me some information.
0: It's be, it's based on what? Okay, so you are trying to call this place for just information. So if you're just trying to at this point just call them and ask them a question, no, I'm calling not-
4: and saying li- uh, I want to talk to his boss because they were listed as a reference. You know, because when you leave your resume, you leave yeah.
0: references. Um. I will just go, so, how, how about this, um, what I'm going to do is basically you call them and basically I will basically act as the person on the phone.
4: You actually okay. want to RP this out, I thought this could just be a quick skill roll.
0: The problem is I don't know what skill roll because it needs to, I need, I need a little bit more yeah. information than that.
4: Uh, well, I, I'm trying to get some information out of someone else, but I'm doing it under false pretenses. That's why I'm saying that could be either deception, which is false pretenses. Or it could be Uh, negotiation.
0: Okay. and in that sense. Okay, yeah, let's how about for this initial thing to call them and try and get to like their boss uh, roll a I'm going to say roll since you're just basically talking to like someone uh, like a cashier or someone at the place, roll an easy, roll an easy deception check. That's one. So that's going to be one purple. And let me get your thing up. So yeah, that is going to be one purple and three greens.
2: Yeah. There we go. Yeah.
0: I've got like four stars. Yeah, you succeeded. So you got four successes. Uh, Yeah. So the person on the phone basically is like, oh, okay. Uh, And basically um, calls over the manager uh, whose name, uh, hold on. There is a particular name. Let me, that's the one document that I forgot to get up. Well, I'm.
4: This we can do this just real quick. I'm just calling to ask. Oh, some his name, yes, Definitely.
0: his name is Thomas. So basically, you were talking. Uh, so basically, basically the person on the phone. Basically, you get a Thomas here, and then basically, what do you want to ask them?
4: Well, Thomas listed. Uh, Thomas, yeah, I'm glad you took time out of your schedule to speak with us today. You were listed as a reference for Martin, and I was just calling this to ask you. Know, you know, was he always time punctual? is He a self starter. How would you uh, describe his work on a scale of one to ten?
0: It, um, uh, he he's a good kid. He shows up on time a lot. I kind of confused on what you're talking about.
4: We're, we're a temp Agency. We're just calling. You listed your business as a reference. You're supposed to tell me if he's a good employee. sensibly he listed you because you like the way he works, right?
0: Uh oh yeah um. Let me think of some real quick.
4: Well, if they don't have any information, I mean, like I'm just wondering, if you're saying, yeah, he's been great, except lately when he shows up, his face drained of all juices
0: life and all I, did. I I was gonna say, uh, yeah, he, I mean he's been he's been fine as far as I know.
4: Okay, thanks very much. I don't want to no. take up more of your time. Share and enjoy. Uh, bye. Well, Boss says he's fine. Woo.
3: I mean, Bob B also says he's fine, but that's unrelated.
4: Well, there's no sign that Sophie is if if Sophie is indeed a spook who's draining life, she's not doing it to Martin.
3: I mean, it was then, never clear she was doing anything outright malicious to begin with. I was gonna say the one in I don't regards like to say. her previous job.
4: Um, And and I agree that I'm just building the case for that, because I I, I already stated she has no no back behavior of any malice, so I still don't know why we're investigating her, but let's go investigate her. We're
3: investigating her because we're paid to, and also, she has attacked me more than once. She sent agents to attack you. No, it was a phone call, so I can't say for certain if it was her or not, but...
0: Basically, d- due to the way that the phone line was kind of wired, uh, she was able to attack through the phone lines. Interesting. I don't even know how to do that. I, same, but I don't know a lot of things.
2: Well, okay. Oh wait, Toby's in the room, right?
0: Still in the room. Uh, so have you, have you, have you left to do this thing yet? I think we've,
1: we're probably in the car at this point. After you said they were going to call from the car, so let's just assume we're in yeah. the car. Yeah, I just do this okay. from the car.
2: Yeah. So, like, okay, the the trick is not to, the phone lines have to be used as a, as like a tripwire for the actual thing you're using to attack. Not so much the, not so much the phone wires themselves being the attack, you see. That sounds stupid. It is, but it worked. Uh, clearly did, and I'm fine. I mean, not for you, but for someone else. Look, college was a wild time, don't worry about it. I'm sorry? College was a wild time. I went to an engineering school. Remember?
1: No, no. have not. At not least about not about met you. you since yesterday, young miss. In-
3: but of you to assume I've tried to learn about you at all.
2: <laughs> all this is going to continue just talking in like nonsense stories of we of just horrible horrible things. But just be- but engineers, no sense of right and wrong. Just that happened.
0: All right. So basically. Um, so you're in the car going to the place at, like, say, around 3 3.30 ish, kind of heading towards the place. Yes, driving over in Bobby's car with wood panel siding.
3: God,
0: it's the 70s. Bro. It's the 70s.
3: I know, but I still hate it.
0: Yeah. Um, OK, so you all drive there and basically I say the word basically a lot, also, I'm starting to realize. Anyway, uh,
3: you... Oh, I'm glad he just noticed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's... So you all get there. Uh, you kind of find that there is a parking lot relatively close by, uh, which it, it's just basically it's free parking, essentially. Hell yeah. Um, so you all get there. Uh, so the five of you, essentially, you have... Basically, the four of you and also Cass is with you. Yes. Uh, So you all get out of the car and basically get the equipment Um. And basically, you are all just standing there trying to figure out, Okay, what are you doing now? Go door to door.
1: Yeah, that sounds like the plan. Just
0: go door to door. All right. So this kind of neighborhood is essentially you trying to think of a way to kind of picture it in your head um it's basically almost a like have you ever seen one of those like uh like suburbs which basically have like the they all it's like the same house just like repeated like 50 times down a street
3: uh just a bunch of fucking prefabs
0: uh, yeah, basically, yep. it is a bunch of square ass houses that are, are
4: cheap houses like a Levittown.
0: Kind of. They're not it's not like they're rickety or like kind of poorly kept up. They're fine, but it's just for people who want to live in like a minimalist who basically don't need a whole lot of space. Basically, they need a place. They basically need a few rooms and like a bed. Um, basically, as a kind of uh, thing to basically a way to kind of condense people living together but like yeah uh,
3: like this little like one story has as you say yeah houses, you know.
0: yeah uh it is basically a whole lot of them i delivered to a bunch of those yeah we go uh so basically do you just want to start at a random one
1: well we're going to hit all of them we gotta look convinced start at the entrance and keep going
0: Okay, how do I... Okay, I I gotta... why do we have to knock
4: on all of these doors? We gotta sell the bit.
0: We're door- oh, door right, we're doing the
4: sales bit. Okay, well, yes. let's split up and canvas the neighborhood, then.
1: No, goddammit. <laughs> You're the models. <laughs> Your job to stand behind Bobby while he does his spiel.
3: I hope you understand that every time we go to do something, Aravio will just set up the foldable chair and sit in the yard your model in on the chair. Bottom. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So just a bunch of strangers walk up to your fucking house and Gilly sits in balaclus. Yeah, this is mean? like
4: I thought we were going straight to Martin's house.
1: We yeah. don't know where it is.
4: That's why we're I going over
0: mean... to the Actually, oh, you, you, do, you, do, you do know where it is. Oh yeah. shit, let's break in then. Oh, we didn't know. I mean, <laughs> I thought the original goal was we'll, yeah, take, up... we'll take up will take up
4: Observation and defensive positions around the house while Toby walks up and knocks on the door.
0: No, that wasn't. It, That's not the plan. I, I think about three different plans were kind of thinking, thought of happening. It's, it's fine. Let's just break in. So you do.
2: We'll have a warrant. I, we're not going to do. Let's not do that yet. Let's wait. When to has it. a
3: warrant ever stopped us?
2: Um, do we didn't have the police captain on our backs.
0: Uh, God, I'm just trying to think about how to even to this. Well, door door thing? That's easy.
4: Yeah, let's just yeah. go to the door-to-door
2: thing and let's work our way out from there.
4: Okay, first, let's reconnoiter the house. Let's go to Martin's house and do a once-around to see it. I assume it's identical to all of the other houses. It is. Okay, so he doesn't have any unusual features, such as his lawn is dead, or he has a Frisbee on the roof, or his garage is on fire. There's nothing unusual about his house at all.
0: Um. So... I'll just say this. Uh, As you're kind of walking around, you do kind of see the house where he lives. Uh, There is nothing in particular noticeable about it. It looks like all the other houses. Nothing's in disrepair. It just looks fine. Okay. Also, really quick, really quick.
3: Did Sophia Martin ever meet Elmas in any capacity?
1: I
2: was there. I took the photo. When oh, that's her, right, that's right.
1: Yep, he right. obviously took yeah. the photo, so unless Sophie's totally stupid, she probably so put two and two, two together. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Same but, reason why Casson's wearing those guys, too, because he was also there,
0: being kind of obvious. So you do actually have a person there that has ne- has seen neither of them, you, and you that is Cass. And that is Cass.
3: <laughs> Cass was even in a completely different room during the phone
1: call. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> One yeah, different... so we could
3: probably just send him over in the ghillie suit and stake the place out.
1: Well, <laughs> probably... well, where does Bush come from on my lawn? Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know if yeah, I don't think the ghillie suit would be a good idea, but he can. <laughs> but it's funny. St- st- he can stake out the place.
2: I mean, that sounds good to me.
0: Um. Actually, how about just for funsies? Um, problem is, is that there's so many different roles that I could do with this. Follow your heart. Um, so basically, he is gonna walk over and he's gonna kind of try and keep an eye shot. The one thing he does, you do notice is that the when the basically the curtain, like, there's no way to see in into the house.
3: The curtains are drawn is what you're saying, or the blinds? Yes,
0: the curtains and curtains are the basically the, cur- the blinds are drawn. Um, so in that case, um, we're just going to say that since there's no real danger in that you don't it's around three ish, you don't see like any. Like kids or anything around, it's pretty empty. Uh, most people there are at work. So it is pretty empty. Uh, so Cass is able to just kind of sit there. Let's uh, say there's like a handful of bushes in front of the house. Uh, he is able to kind of go in between and it just can kind of stick it out.
3: Become as Bush.
0: Yep. Um, also. Just for funsies, because it is Cass we're dealing with um, when he's there. Uh, he is going to actually do something. He's basically going to kind of sit there and look like he's focusing on something. And I need to get the guide out to do. How does this work? Um, let's see if this is even going to be something that I can work with. Where is my thing? Magical doctrines. Predict is the one I'm looking for. Um, let's see. This an average. It's an average roll. I'm basically trying to Build something up. Okay, predict additions. Um. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me just check to see how this works. Okay. So Cass is going to do this. Where is Cram. my Now we're gonna do 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 do. All right. Ah, it succeeded. So he's going to sit there and try and uh, because Cass has the ability of clairvoyance, essentially. Uh, so basically, the, since it's pointless for me to ask myself a question and have to give a truthful answer, I'm going to let you all decide. You get one question about. Uh, let me see how the how the rules specifically say it on the character mentioned. Uh, the difficult. If the check is successful, your GM must provide the the character with a truthful answer. But that answer, oh, wait, future. Uh, the user asked one question of, about events that'll happen within the next twenty four hours. Guys, uh, can we, we just ask different. if
4: anyone's home? That's what I would do.
0: Yeah. That's what yeah. Think, too.
4: Sure. That sounds
0: fine. Okay. So, if anyone is home, yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, I should have done this beforehand. Can someone roll me a one, uh, a 100% or a percentile dice? Sure, I'll do it. 25. I am going to say yes, someone is home. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola DePuzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter, at Lola DePuzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash Lola and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.